Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. A woman who told her employer she was sick wore a disguise to a Taylor Swift concert just in case she was caught on camera, which she was. Josh Crosby has, out, has been out and about to uncover similar experiences. So Josh, has Irish industry been devastated by people going on skites? Well, it's certainly not something new, but with nearly, I suppose, every single person having a camera in their pocket now, we know how instant videos can be shared. The likelihood of being caught out on the hop has obviously increased. And, and that is one of the reasons we said we'd take a look at this topic. So there's a news clip going around WKRC TV based in Cincinnati in the US and it's gone viral and what it is as you said there are two Taylor Swift fans making their way to a concert but they're dressed up in what can only be described as something you dress a child up who wants to be a ghost for Halloween back in the day uh, they've called in sick so they have these blankets over their heads while they're talking to the reporter let's take a listen to some of it now but I would recommend anyone who wants to, to look up the video they'll, they'll get a good laugh there are two Swifties here who shall remain anonymous, who called in sick to work. They traveled here from Louisville, so they've gotten quite a drive here. They've been here since about 2.45 in the morning. So, can you tell me what Taylor Swift means to you? She must mean a lot to you, because you're here and you've called in sick. That is very true. I almost named my daughter's middle name Taylor, so... Oh my goodness, I love it. And we're going to cross our fingers that work doesn't find out, right? No, they're not. We're good. Your secret's safe with me. I think it's safe with everyone else here, too. I think that telling them uh, what her daughter's middle name was was a bit of a clue. And your woman, like in the video, looks like she's a massive bag over her head or something like that. It's it's very odd indeed. But, you know, they're not the only people in the world. They went, in fairness, they went to some lengths to not be identified. Yeah. What kind of excuses are you hearing from people? Is it just antique? Well, I was thinking, them two now, they've got, they've got so popular now, they'll probably be saying in work next week, oh, that was us in the video. <laughs> but look, as expected, Sean, sickness, migraines will be the obvious go-tos on a Monday morning for many people. And look, I imagine most managers, bosses, they know the crack. They, ah, let it, yeah. they let it fly from time to time. But some people do use more serious excuses. So maybe a death in the family or, as we'll hear soon, even catching COVID. But speaking from my own experience, I just, I just wouldn't do it because I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel that I'd be believable enough. And whoever's in charge would, would know what's up. Christmas just gone. I genuinely had to take a week off for, for being actually sick. How about that? Being yeah. actually sick. Yeah, so you say. <laughs> no, it was. And it was my first time ever having to make that call. But but I visited a few pubs earlier for this report, trying to get a few publicans to talk to me on this. And they all said they preferred not to because they didn't want to be come across that they were bad-mouthing their team. But they all <laughs> also did tell me that it can be a nightmare. And I think particularly it's particularly bad in hospitality, late finishes, you're meeting friends who are on the other side of the counter while you're at work. But to get a sense for some of the excuses people make up, I got some interesting suggestions today. First up is Paulie T, who runs the Cold Turkey YouTube channel, and he says there's been many mornings where he's had to come up with some story. Usually a death in the family when I really need the day. I've had a granny die about 50 times. 50 times? Yeah, you know yourself. Over the years, that is, you know. So the grannies have to take it a few times. Then... As I got older and a granny wasn't a viable option, I had to move into the parents. So serious stuff, you know, for the day off, like I, anything, whatever I had to do, apart from the odd chest infection, flu, all that kind of thing, diarrhea, you know. I use my dog all the time. Your dog? Yeah, I always say he's sick, but he usually is. <laughs> it's a the good poor, The poor dog can't speak yeah. for himself. No, that's the nice thing. He can't speak for himself. <laughs> have you ever been cut out? Have your bo- Has your boss ever said? No, because I'm the boss, so. <laughs> I can tell you what my employees have used as excuses. What's something that is just a typical 
thing that you know they're they're making up an excuse uh, here. People use their pets a lot. And then, you know, just people people are sick. They're not feeling well. Migraines. Migraines. The poor pets seem to be getting an awful lot of I know. Migraines. I think, yeah, I think so. But maybe we're just home too much and so they're exhausted dealing with us. <laughs> Multiple grandmothers and grandparents dying. People mentioning uh, illnesses that are so gross that you won't question them. So that's maybe a good tactic. Yeah. Yeah, apparently. I just thought I had COVID, even though COVID was kind of over and done You used the COVID card? Yeah. Yeah. You didn't ask for yeah. a picture of your antigen test? No, I used to send a fake one in if I could get one off someone. So, <laughs> I used to use the red marker to line it in. And that worked? Yeah, it did, yeah. No questions asked? No. Have you ever used an excuse maybe on a Monday? Or? Of course, man, of course. Oh, is it? Well, what's the go-to one for you? Uh, you have to mix them up a bit? You have to mix them up. You have to diversify your excuses. Depends on the season, depends on the day. If you're sick on the day and it's winter. What about the theory that you have to take the Tuesday off as well to make it a believable sickness? That you're not just going to be sick for one day? You only get so many sick days. You can't be, you can't be fooling around like that. that. That's somebody who's only done this once or twice. If you're a pro in this game, you do it weeks after weeks after weeks. You only get the one day and that's it. Yeah, I don't know be a pro for that much longer though if you, <laughs> if, if you keep it up. Yeah, I suppose diarrhea is a good one in the sense that no one's going to ask any more questions. Migraine is, you know, you might kind of sympathise and have a conversation with it. You don't want any details if someone's got the No, yeah, hang up the phone, hang up the yeah, phone. Yeah, straight away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got diarrhea, gotta go, bye, ah! Yeah, so yeah, look, Sean, I suppose it's back to what I was saying there before that clip. A lot of the employers will be able to gauge a staff member's honesty and reliability. There are many employers, managers, CEOs who, who've pulled sick days themselves, I'm sure. But but it's interesting mm. to hear the bizarre excuses that employers have to put up with. And we'll hear some more of them now. Firstly, we'll hear from Ronan, who owns the Juicery in George Street Arcade, and Richard Hanlon from Busy Feet Cafe, not far from where we are here. Ronan says you can live with it the odd time, but, but not to let it become an ongoing issue. It's not an issue, but it happens. It does happen, all right. Yeah. It's usually drink-related, partying-related. And you can tell the voice is a bit hoarse on the Monday voice morning. voice is a bit hoarse, you know. They're very tired. Um, they don't know what's wrong with them, you know, and it's usually a Monday. And what do you do? Do you just take it with a pinch of salt, or you've, do you question you've, them You've up just or? got to roll with it, unless it's, a, unless it's happening on a regular basis, you know, which hopefully it is if it's a one-off, sure. It's a one-off. We all do it, don't we, at some stage? <laughs> if you're going to have a great number of few drinks, you got to be prepared to suffer the next morning. Yeah. Just, you know, row in. If you go out with the boys, you got to get up with the men. That's it. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. <laughs> Hi, yeah, this is Richard Hannon, and I'm from Mimi uh, Busy Feet and Coke on South William Street. And Richard, I suppose working in hospitality over the years, can people phoning in with a reason not to come into work, can it be an issue at times? I think that's an issue sort of anywhere in Ireland with work, uh, especially on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe a Monday and Tuesday. But um, yeah, we've had some funny stories over the years. Can that affect rosters then, I suppose? Or do you just have to live with it and it's to be expected in one way at times? Yeah, can it affect rosters um, and it affects other team members. So you, it's really more you're letting down team members. But you get through it. It doesn't happen too often. So what are kind of some of the unique stories you've heard over the years or more bizarre or peculiar excuses? We've had loads, many excuses and from all sorts. But I have one particular employee I'm, I was quite fond of and became good friends of. But he had many an excuse over the period he worked for us for a few years. One example would be that he had obviously been partying the night before. And when I rang him, he was shouting and screaming and he claimed to be stuck on a four-storey roof and had climbed out a window to get out of the apartment and then got trapped on a roof. It was a half-truth because I do know someone that was on the street that day and did see someone waving off a rooftop. But with his history of stories, it's hard to believe. He had many 
incidents. And when you're hearing stories like that, do you just have to believe it and say, OK, we'll see in work tomorrow, or do you question it a bit more? You've always questioned it, and you try and write it off and hope it doesn't happen again. But I have to say, having that one particular employee, he had so many excuses from bus crashes to being trapped in rooms with phones going dead and door handles falling off, that it was... It was always an unbelievable story. And um, if you are listening somewhere around the world, New Zealand, uh, I do remember excuses fondly. And it was always a comedy. And that, that's what you want in work. Richard Hanlon there for Mimi Busy Face. Being trapped in a roof is a good one, though. I, I give him points for uh, imagination. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it must be said. I, mean, I, I do remember a million years ago, I worked on a, on a local newspaper and um, in Dublin. And this was like... I didn't know, the 80s or something? You weren't too bothered about taking photographs of people on the street. And we ran, run some story about unemployment levels and we had a picture of, of a dole queue outside a dole office. I won't say where in Dublin, but a fella who was on that dole queue gone, uh, rang in complaining because his employer didn't know he was also signing the dole as well. He got he was, he, no, he was worried about the employer finding out, not the revenue finding out. That, that didn't phase him at all. Yeah. Ireland was a great place in them days. It really was. <laughs> but if people are, are skiving off, who has to, somebody, it's somebody's job to fill in that position for them, I assume. Yes, yeah, so look, Sean, I suppose it depends on the sector, of course, but some operations more so than others, businesses, they need the numbers. The body count matters. If a nurse or someone is out, agencies are called to come in to the rescue and staff are then found. I was speaking with Maria Weifer, who's the business support manager with FRS Recruitment. And something I wanted to talk with Maria about was the whole shift we've seen to remote working. So with so many people working from home and hybrid models, if someone is feeling under the weather, do they just maybe put in a bit of a poor performance at home <laughs> or can a man- manager say look if you're not feeling up to the full challenge of coming into the office maybe you can do a small bit from the comfort of your home log in do a few few bits Maria says it is a common challenge many employers face and says it can impact team spirit across the workplace we in recruitment see the issues of um, absenteeism all of the time because we'll get calls from organisations looking for immediate temporary cover for those who have um, decided that they need to phone in sick. It is a great thing that we're able to be, provide that sort of a service to our clients and we do so all over the country. In relation to remote working, I think what you'll have sometimes is that people don't necessarily phone in sick, um, but they may come to work a little bit later and turn on the laptop, just not really do as much as they might normally do. And therefore, you'll find that productivity levels are down. In the world of remote working, employers need to be measuring productivity and not just clock in and clock out times. So um, this would be an important factor for all employers who have people working in remote and hybrid roles. Advice for employers, I suppose, is to ensure that um, they do have conversations with people who have been sick when they come in to have a conversation to understand what has happened and to make them aware of how sick leave has affected the organisation without, I suppose, um, trying to put too much pressure on that employee at the same time. That was uh, Mara Weaver from uh, FRS uh, Recruitment there. A uh, couple of uh, experiences on this. Uh, well, one person says, am I the only one who feels like when you ring in sick, you have to ham it up even more so to make sure they believe you? Yeah, probably most people do that. But when you're doing that, that possibly makes it less believable. 
Uh, someone else says, a girl in my class at college previously had COVID. She took about 20 different photos of the positive antigen test, uh, but for result, but from different angles. And now, whenever she feels like pulling a sickie, she just forwards one of her many photos to lecturers as proof. Uh, someone else says, I told people in work one day that I had to go home due to vomiting. I spent the afternoon at a planning tribunal. I was talking to someone appearing at the tribunal, uh, but didn't know that an RTE camera was pointing at the two of us and it was shown on prime time last at uh, that night. Just writing this, I get the same ooh-ah feeling as I did when I was confronted about it. All I could do was fess up uh, and apologise, says Anonymous uh, in Rathgar. Oh, God, yeah, that's a, that's a great way to get caught. Also, we have this uh, a voice note. Hi there, just listening to Moncrief, the segment you had about the Taylor Swift fans. Just to let you know, the costume they wore is a reference to a character in one of her latest music videos. So it wasn't really that odd for her fans to see that uh, costume come to life. Okay, bye. Okay, that was Charlene. Thanks for pointing that out, Charlene. I still don't know what it's a reference to, but I'm sure uh, Taylor Swift fans all know. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.